You're listening to the Piece of Food Wellness Podcast, a podcast that inspires you to piece together the physical and the spiritual. My name is Leticia, and I am a certified holistic health coach. I'm known for helping women tap into their physical, mental, and spiritual greatness. I help you get unstuck, achieve sustainable wellness goals, and have peaceful balance in your life. On the Piece of Food Wellness Podcast, I discuss topics on holistic wellness, veganism, spirituality, and more. Get your peace. Peace, beautiful people. It's Letitia with Piece of Food. And today I'm coming to you to talk about the sacral chakra. So this is the second episode in my new series, Love Your Chakras. And I'm like, um, and today I'm going to explain what the sacral chakra is, how it relates to you, what it feels and looks like to be unbalanced or balanced and how you can get there if you are dealing with some negative attributes of the sacral chakra, what you can do to bring it back to a positive light and bring it back into balance. So with the sacral chakra, it has a lot to do with pleasure, your sensuality, your sexuality, your creativity, how you feel about yourself, and also it deals a lot with magnetism. So if you think about what magnets do, they either attract something or they repel something. So what that chakra is doing is attracting different things to you or repelling different things to you, depending on what vibration it it's at, if it's balanced, if it's unbalanced. So we'll get to that. Now, thinking back to our root chakra, we talked about how it was, how it's about survival and fight or flight and how you can bring that into balance. Now, bringing it to this chakra, you are getting to enjoy different experiences that you are attracting to yourself. Now, that comes with a lot because it is directly related to your morals and values. Being on this physical plane, we are supposed to have certain morals, certain values that we uphold, and everyone's is different depending on your upbringing, but that in return is directly related to your sacral chakra and how you live out your pleasures, how you live out your creativity how you respond. It's also related to how you respond to your self-worth and self-confidence and things like that. Now, when we start to think about different things that we enjoy in life, um, we can get caught up in the different pleasures of, of life, just in general, just in our everyday life. And these can be sex, drugs, tobacco, alcohol, caffeine, just like pleasure-seeking activities, or when we think of like adrenaline junkies, uh, people who maybe walk on the edges of buildings and record themselves or do uh, really extreme sports, things like that. So really chasing that pleasure, you know, and that can be a good thing, but it can also be, you know, a so-called negative thing. 
with addiction, so this is directly related to your sacral chakra and addiction is something that is, it's a big problem on this plane, on this earthly plane. We have a lot of people, unfortunately, addicted to drugs and alcohol, um, and those things wreak havoc on, on their life, no matter how you look at, at it. And I'm not coming from a place of judgment um, because I'm not perfect. I'm far from perfect. But are you just re trying to recreate, recreate a pleasure that you remember from before? Like, is that actual thing that you are doing really bringing you pleasure at that moment or right at that time that you're experiencing it? Or are you just trying to, like I said, recreate something from the past? Are you living in the past and using these addictions to feed that? So keep that in mind. Think about different things you may be addicted to. An addiction isn't just drugs and alcohol and sex. You could be addicted to food. Um, a lot of times people um, come to me with emotional eating habits. Um, a lot of times people come to me with sugar addiction and things like that, dairy addiction, that is a big thing. Um, you're addicted to smoking weed. Uh, you're addicted to sex. You're addicted to gambling. So you're seeking those pleasures. And those things aren't necessarily adding quality to your life, so to speak. Or those things aren't necessarily adding good things into your life, or those things aren't necessarily getting you to where you need to be. So moving on, when you're experiencing these different things, are you staying mindful? Here's an exercise I can give you um, if you feel like you are experiencing addiction in your life. When you're experiencing a certain addiction, so let's say you feel like you're addicted to, to eating, like you're addicted to binge eating or you love sweets and things like that. When you are experiencing the, let's say cake or, or cookies or something like that, what is it doing for you? like pay attention to your senses like what is it making you feel is it making you like reminisce about something in the past is it just because you love the taste um how is it making your your tongue feel what does it sound like when you're chewing or biting into it like think about your senses is it giving you a rush is it making you feel like, think about what it's adding to your life at that moment. Um, is that certain addiction or indulgence adding to your life? Is it serving you in a positive way or positive life? So just be mindful when you're doing things. Moving on. Now that we're talking about food, every, um, Every chakra has a color that's related to it and certain foods that help to bring it into balance. So with the sacral chakra, it is associated with orange. As you can see, I'm wearing orange. Well, if you're on the podcast, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see it, but 
I have on an orange dress and let's just talk about the color, for example, for a second and we'll come back to the food. So like I said, associate sacral chakra is associated with orange. So maybe if you want to bring it back into balance, wear more orange. I realized in my wardrobe, I do not own a lot of orange things. It's never been a color that attracted me, uh, so to speak. So I have like a few orange pieces. So be mindful of always wearing a certain color or always wearing the opposite colors as well. Let's talk about some foods you can eat. So since the sacral chakra is related to orange, um, think about some orange foods that you can add to your diet. So carrot, so you can do some like carrot juice. I love carrot, apple, and ginger juice. That's a great juice. So think about sweet potatoes. What can you do with sweet potatoes? You can do baked sweet potatoes, sweet potato fries, things like that. Um, maybe a smoothie, a carrot cake smoothie. That would be amazing to like a little bit of carrot juice, almond milk, cinnamon. What else is associated with um, the sacral chakra? Green leafy vegetables, melons. So like, oh, I love melons so much. Um, next, what else is associated with them? Some oils, I have some citrus oils. So right now I have some sweet orange burning uh, with a candle that I have over here doing some aromatherapy. Mmm, this smells so good. Um, oh, how could I forget? Oranges, eating oranges, eating other citrus fruits, things like that. So those are a couple things you can um, consume or have, like I said, for aromatherapy. There's different crystals you can have as well, such as um, amber and carnelian, orange calcite. Those are some cr good crystals to keep around you when you want to uh, maybe meditate on your sacral chakra or when you're going to bed, putting them under your pillow and things like that. So moving on, what does it look like when you are a little bit unbalanced in that area? I talked a little bit about that already, but I'll, I'll list some things out and then we'll go to the more positive side. This is what your sacral, your life looks like when your sacral chakra is balanced. So let's talk about a little bit of the so-called negative stuff. You're sexual all the time. You're manipulative. You experience jealousy. You're obsessed with your body or the opposite. You have zero confidence. You have no self-esteem. Uh, you're always afraid you're going to lose something. You have issues with over-attachment. You compare yourself to others all the time. You experience fatigue. You have no energy. You're extremely shy. You may have fertility problems and you just are very disempowered, especially when you're comparing yourself to others or if you feel jealous. So those are just some negative attributes if you feel like your sacral chakra is unbalanced. So think about those things. Have you experienced any of them? Are you going through any of these things right now? Again, addiction. Addiction is under there as well. So just think about your life for a second. When did you experience these so-called negative? Growing up, I was extremely shy. Um, I was like a mute. <laughs> 
not to that extreme. I'm exaggerating a little, but I didn't like talking to people. I was always like nervous and just like awkward. I still experience that sometimes. So this isn't something that it's like, oh, you fixed your chakra and your sacral chakra and now you're perfect and that's it. No, this is, I will say this every time, no matter what video or podcast I record. I am a lifelong student. I am not perfect. I always look, I try to look at things as lessons. I was not always like that. I experience living through victim mentality. I experience not have, holding myself accountable through different life experiences. So I definitely am not saying, hey, you, got, you're, you have to be perfect. You're going to be perfect if you do this. No, you're not. <laughs> There's still things you're going to work on. There's a meme that I hate to call things everything a meme because when I think of memes, I think of like the funny memes. But the positive memes or like quote memes where it says like healing isn't linear or something like that. But it's always a you're always a work in progress. You know, you have to accept yourself, even if you have addictions, even if you do experience jealousy, you still have to to accept yourself in that moment. However, you can also actively work on letting those things go that no longer serve you. Jealousy does not serve you. What is it doing for you to feel jealous of someone else? You don't know how that person got what they got. They could have stole all of it. They could have been the crookedest person in the world. Or they could have had like a really hard, hard time attaining whatever that thing is that you're jealous of. You just don't know. Their experience and their path is completely different from yours. So having jealousy is kind of like you're giving your power, you're like scooping your power out of your being and handing it over to them. Like, I want what they have. I wish I could, whatever, fill in the blank. You are you. And that's that. Um, fertility problems. Like I said in the beginning, the sacral chakra is directly related to the pelvic area. So your reproductive system, are you having um, womb issues? If you're a man, are you experiencing, experiencing prostate uh, problems? If you're a woman, do you have really bad cramps? I've talked about my experience with my menstrual cramps and I've had bad cramps on and off for a long time, you know, and I've looked at my life at different periods where they were worse than others and my life was different. Things change and that change in your life directly affects these energy centers in your body. So why, it, why are you having those problems? And this has nothing to do with if you want to have children, don't want to have children, if you um, choose that. I'm just saying, are you experiencing problems in your reproductive area. So that can that's for everyone, anyone and everyone, not just someone that wants to have a kid. Because like I said in the beginning, this has to do with law of attraction as well. This has to do with magnetism. This has to do with creativity. So think about that area. Think about the reproductive system. It is there biologically for creation. However, 
it is directly related to what you are creating on the physical level as well. Law of attraction deals with that. <laughs> so think about that. Think about what you are attracting. Remember I talked about the magnet? What are you attract attracting or what are you uh, repelling? Let's move on to the balance sacral chakra. What does that look like? What does your life look like if your root chakra and your sacral chakra are balanced? Because remember, if your root chakra is still like not in balance and you're still experiencing some really like fight or flight, animalistic, mm, yeah, animalistic attributes or animalistic, um, I don't know what word I'm looking for. If you're still experiencing an unbalanced root chakra, it's still going to, it's going to fall over into your next chakra. So let's just can continue working on the root chakra as we're working on the sacral chakra. So if your sacral chakra is in balance, you're going to have a passion for life. You are going to want to be creative. You are going to want to spend time in nature. You're going to want to experience beauty on all levels. And that's just not like your face being beautiful, your body being beautiful. No, inner beauty, because that's where it starts from. You are going to start to develop a sense of, of yourself, a sense of self, like knowing yourself. That's where that confidence comes in. That is where you're just like standing your ground, essentially. Like no one can tell you anything. Like because you are so confident in yourself. You have the power. Remember when I talked about giving your power away if you feel jealous or if you're comparing yourself to others? On the opposite, you have the power. You feel empowered. Not in a way where it's like you abuse your power because that is out of balance. In a way that you still have empathy, you're still compassionate, but you know who you are. You're just in like harmony with yourself. Like I said, empathy, comp confidence, compassion. You're able to um, release when you need to. So like crying. A lot of people are suppressed where they don't express their feelings enough. You know, you have one side of the spectrum where let's say you can't or you do not know how to control your emotions yet. And you're, you always cry. Everything makes you cry. Um, everything makes you upset. Then you have the opposite side where it's like you express yourself in a very balanced way. You cry when you need to. You don't hold it in. You flow. You let it flow, essentially. Because, again, the sacral chakra is directly related to water. I don't think I, I mentioned that earlier because when you think about the reproductive system and the waters and just flowing and, and things like that. So keep in mind it's healthy to cry sometimes. If your sacral chakra chakra is imbalanced, your reproductive um, organs function at a, at a great level. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're, they're not holding you back. They're not having you um, heal over with 
menstrual cramps that are just out of control. Now let's bring it to how to balance this chakra if it is out of balance. So I'm just going to mention a few things, a few tips for you, and then we'll wrap it up. So one of the first things you can do is being mindful of what brings you pleasure. Um, so that can be different types of experiences, whether it's sexual, whether it's uh, different intimate, other intimate relationships that you may have, um, food, things that we talked about earlier, being mindful of them. Are they taking control of your life or do you have control over them? Think about it. Being mindful of what brings you pleasure. Next is having faith in yourself and knowing that you can attract what you want. So essentially, it's the same thing I said a few times before, earlier, the law of attraction. Do you have faith in what you want to bring into your life? Or are you just saying things and being like, yeah, I want it, but you, it deep down, you don't believe it. You have to believe in what you really want because who else is going to believe in it if you don't? So like I said, having faith in yourself and knowing that you can attract what you want. My next tip for you is to fall in unconditional love with your inner beauty. I'll say that one more time. Fall in unconditional love with your inner beauty. So I say that to say your outer appearance will directly reflect what's going on inside. And you know what else? When that inner beauty appears on the outside as well, and again, I'm not talking just about what your face looks like, what your hair looks like, what your body looks like. Just your aura, just your energy, just your vibe, just your frequency, whatever word you want to use, that is then going to attract other good stuff. Or it's going to attract the opposite, depending on what that inner part looks like. So if you are confident with your inner beauty, you're going to be confident with your outer beauty. And then you're going to attract more beautiful things to you. More beautiful experiences, more beautiful people. Um, just really good things in your life, you know? you're gonna attract things that are just a little bit more elevated. The last thing I have for you is going to the waters. So I said that this chakra is associated with water. Taking a spiritual bath, going to the ocean, going to a lake. If you don't have access to those things, just, you know, taking a shower and doing like a, a, a meditation when you're standing up, I love, and I've mentioned this before, when I take showers, to just imagine the water washing all of your negativity away um, or focus on one particular thing that you want to, to help or to get rid of or to let go of. Maybe it's an addiction. If you're focusing on the sacral chakra, if you're addicted to alcohol, stand in the shower and think about why you want to let it go. Think about, is this alcoholism serving me? Is this alcohol addiction bringing my life into a positive space or a negative space? 
really start to focus on that. So those are my four tips on how to bring uh, the sacral chakra into balance. And now I'm just going to move on to my reading for you. And like I said, this is a general reading. So I will start and then I'm in order to balance your sacral chakra. So I'm going to get started with the reading and I chose three cards. One card is from my goddess uh, tarot deck. One card is from my chakra oracle deck and one card is from my personal, um, I guess it's more like an oracle card deck that I personally made. And I'll talk about that card first. So I pulled these cards before I started. And my personal card that I pulled from Letitia's Tarot is separation. So the picture shows two people on two separate mountains reaching out for each other. And you can look at this many different ways. We were talking about addictions and that's the first thing that popped up into my mind. This doesn't necessarily mean that you're separated from a person. Separation and separation isn't always a negative thing. Now let's remember with cards like oracle cards, tarot cards, it doesn't always have to do with a negative thing. When something is so-called negative or ending or whatever, there's a lesson in all of it and it doesn't mean it's negative. So separation, how does that relate to the sacral chakra? I immediately think of separating ourselves from a certain addiction that we have. Maybe there's something that you cannot let go of, but deep down you want to. Are you addicted to sex? Are you addicted to soda? Are you addicted to smoking? Are you addicted to running the streets? Like there's so many addictions that we have. And sometimes when we let go of one addiction, it just carries over into something else. Being mindful of that pleasure that you are seeking. How is it serving you? Do you need to separate yourself from it? Think about it. And I'll leave it at that. Think of something that you need to separate from. It's not serving you. Think about your body. Are you addicted to staying up late? I know I, I was. Think about your health. What are some addictions that affect your health? What do you need to separate yourself from? Let's move on to this, um, the, the next card. Gossip comes up. That's very interesting. So let's talk about this card. It looks like three women on a card. They don't, there's one woman who looks happy and two women that don't. So I'm assuming that those two women are probably gossiping about the one that's, that's in the middle. So let's see what the story says. I love this book, or excuse me, these cards, because it comes with like a little legend for every card. Um, it talks about an inspiration. It gives you a meditation and key words. So with this gossip card, it says, Charmaine is eccentric and kind. From her chartreuse greenhouse to her fascination with scars, she is a topic of town gossip. After her death, the local people discover her incredibly detailed paintings 
of their town and realized she was an extraordinary artist who painted their lives with love. They feel sadness for never having really known her. Are you addicted to gossip? Most people are and don't even think about it. I think as a society, think about all the gossip columns. I'm guilty for reading a lot of them sometimes. No, I, I unfollowed a lot of them, like the Shade Room. And like, I remember years back, Media Takeout was so cool to, to look at. Now it's like we have memes and everything, but the gossip columns are still there. It used to be in magazines and stuff or whatever, but now it's like celebrity gossip. What's going on with this person? Who's cheating with who? Who's having this baby? Like we're always concentrating on someone else's life and it goes back to, it's kind of like a distraction and an, an addiction at the same time because it's like you're not um, looking at yourself when you're gossiping. It's all about someone else. And like I said before, you don't know what that person has gone through. You don't know what they're going through. And it's just a low vibrational thing to just constantly gossip about people. Like, for example, this lady loved her town. She painted everyone like beautifully and they just talked trash about her for no reason because they had low self-esteem because they weren't confident. Um, and on that uh, gossip card, it says, this card is warning you, is a warning that you may lose a valued relationship if you do not appreciate what you have. So think about that too. That's a big thing. Um, think about prejudice. Think about misunderstanding. That's big right now. Big topic. Racism, classism, sexism, homophobia, transphobia, all of those things. Think about that. Think about misunderstandings. You do not know why person A is going through what they're going through. Um, other things to think about, uniqueness of others, support for your vision. When you're so-called, when you're worried about someone else's business, you're not supporting your vi vision. You're tearing someone else down. Lack of appreciation. Think about refocusing your life refocusing on the good, not talking bad about people all the time. So that is a powerful one to think about. And next, our last card. Our last card is Sacrifice. And this is from my uh, Goddess Tarot deck. And Sacrifice deals directly with Kuan Yin. Kuan Yin is um, a goddess from China. And she is all about basically freeing people from pain and sacrificing herself for the greater good. So thinking about that and basically surrendering, surrendering yourself to higher principles, higher goals, um, taking care of others. So that goes back to compassion and empathy and being like very nurturing, but when you are not in balance, going back to the sacral chakra again, it's a lack of compassion. So another uh, unbalanced way of thinking in the sacral chakra, like I said before, was 
looking at the outer stuff, the outer beauty and not um, appreciating the inner beauty, not spending time on your spiritual values, but you're, you're into like all the material things and that's it. So thinking about that, bringing your aware awareness to that and thinking about the keyword on here was sacrifice. What are you sacrificing? What do you need to sacrifice? Is there anything you need to sacrifice? to bring your sacral chakra back into balance, focusing on that inner beauty. Maybe you have a shopping addiction. I know that's something I really love to do, shop. So I've had to cut down on that. Separation, gossip, sacrifice. Thank you for listening, y'all. I hope that you enjoyed this. If you have any questions, you can write in to Leticia at peaceoffood.com. You can go to my website, peaceoffood.com. You can follow me on Instagram. My handle is at peaceoffood. And I hope you have a wonderful day, evening, week, month, rest of your 2020. And peace. Thank you for listening to the Peace of Food Wellness Podcast. Subscribe, leave a review, share, or donate. If you are interested in joining my online family, visit peaceoffood.com. Until next time, peace.